I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 642, Navy of the Dead. <laughs> what? Spa- Space Force of the Dead. Space Force of the Dead. <laughs> so, I, should, I shouldn't put that out there. No, please and, don't. And give him uh, any ideas. Oh, Jesus. Now we're going to have gonna a That's going to be a platform in 2024. What the hell was I thinking? I mean, the fact that this movie is like politically motivated about yeah. using the zombies as weapons. Yeah. Like this. <sighs> so, uh, well, before we dig in, let's, uh, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is David Rosen. He's a musician, film composer, and host host of the Piecing It Together podcast, and we like to have people with ties to the film. He's also a zombie. <laughs> that is right. And, and from Las Vegas. And from Las Vegas. So, he was there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was also from Las Vegas. I yeah. Just yeah. thought he was a <laughs> <laughs> It was great to meet Batista, let me just say. <laughs> so uh, so uh, I guess before we dig in, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. And while you're there... Uh, be sure and leave a review. It uh, helps the people that come along after you know if we're worth listening to or not worth listening to. Uh, <laughs> You're not supposed to lead with that. Oh, you know, at this point, whatever. They, they know. They know. You leave they know it, open. it tells you if we're you, you, you know, worth listening to, and you leave it at that and let them decide. Let them That's make how, the assumptions. Yeah. Okay, we'll fix all this in post. Yeah. No, we won't. Right. So uh, you can also uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there. Like the page, join the group. You can uh, join the group, which is called the League of Show Shares. And if you want to actually be a League of Show Sharers, 
uh, member in real life. What? If you want to share it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was out late. If you want to share it, just share an episode. They open you? up the country. Like these. Tom, Tom's out every night, I'm all like, night. I got my vaccine. I'm licking doorknobs. I'm sharing ice cream cones with total strangers. It's just back to normal. I, yeah. 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 I, I French kissed a police horse. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> I didn't was, know. I didn't know. I did not know where that was going to go. It was, was madness. Yeah. But uh, people who were kind enough to share an episode this week and probably never will again: <laughs> Pat, Andy, Travis, T. Witt, Chris Williams, Tammy Sherman, Powers, Chris Falls, Ralph Tribble, Brent Smith, Chris Magic Man, Gabriel Lugo, Heather Sachs, Joey Faubert, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, the Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast, the Movie Journey, Collateral Cinema Podcast, Geek to Me Radio, Binge Movies, Colby Mac, Ronnie Castle. In Session Films, Kathia Woods, Chris Wilson, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast, and Feelin' Film. So there's all of that. Uh, let's dig in, shall we? I, I you know did, that last Van Halen record? Yeah. And it was like, it was good? Like, it was good-ish, yeah. right? Like, it sounded like old Van Halen. Right. And you're like, yeah, this sounds like old Van Halen. But then you're like... But all the songs are kind of mediocre. Yeah, yeah. That's Army of the Dead. It really <laughs> it was it was aggressively average. Yeah, that's the. That's if nice. this movie yeah. had come out twenty years ago, this would have been ama- This would have been amazing. You would be rock hard. Yep. No, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, but here's the problem. It's not twenty years ago. It's not twenty years ago, and he's rehashing old stuff that he did before. Yeah. Right. So the whole opening sequence of this so movie. So here's another. Can I give you another music analogy? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh. It's like Meatloaf, right? Okay. It's like when Meatloaf sings songs that aren't written by Jim Steinman. Oh. We're just like, yeah, it's still Meatloaf, but it's like right. it's, it's Meatloaf. Yeah. But like but the it's he needed James Gunn. He's trying so to So in this metaphor is Larry Fong the uh Jim Steinman? I think so. Or I, I, James Gunn. Yeah. Well, but yeah, so, or James well, Gunn. For you know, for the zombies. To the zombies yeah. genre, right, right. Right. So like Larry Fong is one of my favorite cinematographers working today. Did he? Did he all? Was he always with Zack Snyder, or was Not he always? He, he I don't because I don't think he was Dawn of the Dead, but he came on board early. Okay, so so like three hundred Watchmen, something like that. He came yep. on board not at the first one, but he but and so I think the three hundred Watchmen, three hundred yeah. Watchmen. Like, I thought there was like six. Or who, eight wa- of them or something. who watches all those Watchmen? <laughs> You're gonna need like six hundred people to watch <laughs> that's, the Watchmen. That's that's a lot. Yeah, that's good buddy yeah. system. <laughs> yeah, carry the four. It's yeah. like the Watchmen started a ska band. <laughs> but I think. Do you remember how uh, we always talked about Matthew Vaughn and Guy sure. Ritchie? Sure. Yeah. So Guy Ritchie movies were great, and Matthew Vaughn was his guy, and yeah. a lot of people think that. Well, well, that influence really helped, you know, catapult Guy Ritchie to the next level. So I think all the way to swept away. No, I think there's a lot. <laughs> I think there are a lot more variables here than just a cinematographer. Sure. But still, I think Zack Snyder's vision, which Zack Snyder, I think, has an amazing imagination and ab- ability to dream up these things. I don't disagree with that. And I think Larry Fong made them happen. I think his mm-hmm. son's cinematography is so good and was able to bring, you know, comic book pages to life and to be able to visualize the things that Snyder thought of. And so Larry Fong went to go to Skull Island while Which is great. While Snyder got a new cinematographer for BVS. So did Larry Fong do Man the of Steel? Underwear? I believe yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> BVS, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I believe I believe okay. he okay. was Man of Steel and, and there were some really good shots in that. Uh but so he left to do Skull Island, another Warner Brothers project. And then he hasn't worked with Snyder since. And I think that the magic of Snyder's imagination coming to life 
was lost a little bit, and especially in this one, because he's his own damn cinematographer. Yeah. And this movie mm-hmm. is horrible looking. Yeah. It he, is. Oh, yeah. It is, yeah. I mean, let's get let's get this the the big thing out of the way is the whole Tignataro Chris D'Elia <laughs> yeah. thing. But I think that which was great. Is, I which think they handled in, that great. I mean, so if you don't know, Chris D'Elia is a stand-up comedian. Got into did he did he get me tooed and then unme tooed? No, he was, he was always. Never un, yeah. I don't think he's, he's always he's still me tooed. Still yeah. me tooed. Okay, I didn't remember. I <laughs> he didn't, he might be me threed. Yeah. yeah. So yes. well, you know, the, yeah, the story like is that stuff. he was yeah but messaging right regardless girls. either way he was in this movie he is the he was supposed to be the well, helicopter he was pilot. the helicopter pilot yeah. I mean it was filmed and done it was right? done yeah. it was yeah. finished he gets in trouble uh, they digitally take him out of the movie completely and then they bring in Tig Notaro who's another stand-up comedian um, to redo his role but she's not on set with anybody, anybody. wait she. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're like it's Snyder and like a guy with a boom mic and a green. Mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna stop right. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think but she's like, the best part of the I, movie. She's, I like her, but it's also it's jarring. It's like she's playing the ghost of Christmas past. Kinda, kinda. <laughs> it is. It is I, weird. I think it's incredible they pulled it off. That's just me. Like I don't know that, that happened, they did pull it off. But yeah, I get. I get. What, it's not as bad as it could have been. Right. I yeah. think it's crazy to think how well they pulled it off. Given like she's in scenes with other people, and I don't know. Like to there me, was one part where they showed her standing there, and yes. I was like. Is that like the ghost of Anakin? What is happening right now? <laughs> but it, it, so, and this is—I I think I will have a controversial uh, statement. Ooh. I think Dave Bautista is a better actor than The Rock. I think he is a like The Rock has. I don't found, think he has that career. Now hold on a sec. Yeah, okay, so yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. The Rock has found that niche mm-hmm. in like the cool guy action comedy. Where I think are billion dollar movies a niche now? I guess that for the Rock, (laughs) maybe they've become a. He is the box office. He is the box office. Yeah, where I think Batista has a little bit more range. I think the the Bond villain, which I mean, he doesn't do a lot in that, but he's not being a goofball in Blade Runner. He's not being you know that's a very that's a that's a very good role. Is always the Rock. Yes, but you cast him to be the Rock. Correct. Batista is actually able to play different characters. Yes, and I don't think he's bad in this. I think he's I think he's very good in this. He with a bad script. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's the it's the Henry Cavill problem with Zack Snyder. Well, this is Amy Adams in in, uh, Woman in the Window. This is Amy Adams and Glenn Close and Hillbilly Elegy. They're good. They're doing good with the material they're yeah. given. Yeah. You know, and, and I think Batista is fine in this. I mean, I think he's perfect casting for this type of ex mercenary role, tough right. guy, whatever. I mean, that's Batista. Yes. You know, but he also does the stuff with the estranged daughter. And I, I Who agree. Was, I got to tell you, didn't realize it was his daughter until, like, because she calls the him character? Scott. Yeah. Well, like, she has, blo- in, that, in that flashback right. where we see her, where we see Dave Batista kill his wife. The daughter opens the his door. His zombie wife, to his, clarify. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, He's sorry, not, sorry. Zombie wife, not mm-hmm. like Merkin people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she comes, she opens that door, and she's got like right. blonde hair. That's we how see they her, aged her up. Right. We yeah. see her later, and she's got brown hair. And then she's calling him Scott. And I was like, well. I, I was confused I, as to whether or not it was his daughter or stepdaughter. That's, and then she I, starts screaming dad. And I was like, what? Who are you? Why <laughs> Why are you in this movie? If they want us to know that he that she was his daughter, they instead of giving her brown hair, they should have made her bald. Oh, or just covered in <laughs> tattoos. And then we'd have been like, yeah. oh, it's his daughter. Yeah, covered in tattoos. Yeah. So, but, okay, or so, blue. What if they made oh, her blue? Oh, I like your theory. Yeah. I like it. So I didn't I, mean the color. 
Oh. What? Oh, I'm going to get me three. Yeah. Me four. So the, I mean, controversy stuff aside, all that, that's not the problem with this movie. Oh, the, no. The, it's okay. just, I mean, when, when Zack Snyder made his directorial debut with Dawn of the Dead, which I love, one of my it's favorite great, zombie movies. I saw it for the time. first time, like, Eight months ago, no, it's way. I'd never Isn't seen it. Great? And I was when I was working yeah. overnight at the morgue. I was just pounding through things I oh, had perfect. seen. Yeah. Overnight at the morgue, <laughs> right? Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, and I'm just like as a story. I was like, well, this might not have been the best Tom's idea. Tom's pulling up his blanket. Yeah, and only the light of the laptop, yeah. uh, you know, illuminating that, his face. That is the beginning of the the fast zombie. Yeah, like that and Twenty Eight Days Later are where this whole, the yeah, whole Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah, yeah, where like the whole fast zombie. But I was, I was started. Like, is it oh, hours the, later or days? Isn't it? It's twenty eight. Twenty eight days. Later and then twenty eight weeks. Twenty eight weeks was the second. Right, yes, right, but yeah. then there's also a Sandra Bullock what movie, movie called, called Twenty Eight Weeks. Okay, yeah. I'm like, where she's what? getting sober. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're right. So like those two were the first times we saw. So anyway, James Gunn wrote that movie. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yes. So and you, it shows. And it, yes. it, right. And and he did not write this movie. And yeah. it shows. And it shows. <laughs> so you see and that's. Sorry, that was my analogy with the yeah. Jim Steinman meatloaf thing, right? Like is, when meatloaf yeah. isn't singing Jim Steinman songs. It's yeah. not good. It's nobody, meatloaf. Nobody cares. But nobody. It's yeah. like, but you. I mean, yeah. if you own Meatloaf Records, you own Bad Out of Hell, and uh-huh. you own Bad Out of Hell Two, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> so that's and, and but that's I agree with you 100. percent And that's what I was saying to Joe earlier. Is there's so many variables at play here. I think Larry Fong, but that's also an issue going back further mm-hmm. than just this movie. Um, you know, like with Justice League, yeah. you get a lot of those tight, close up, uh, shallow focus, out of focus stuff right in their faces. Which I told Tom for the movie, was yeah. I right or was I right? Yeah, I mean, half the movie is close ups uh-huh. in someone's face, out of focus. Yeah, what, yeah, that's a horrible way to tell the story. You're talking about a sprawling epic over Las Vegas, which sure you get a few establishing shots, but most of the movies right up in their faces. Yep. Like and, he loves to do that. And then, <laughs> and then so much of it's blurry. Yep, that's what I mean. Yeah, so, so he blurry. he fell in love with some 1970s Canon shallow focus lens, and then he decided to use it for 90 percent of the movie yeah. because it looks cool. So Zack Snyder, if you don't know, but it was doesn't. A, well, but. <laughs> he thinks it looks cool. He puts it in the movie. And so Zack Snyder, if you didn't know, used to be a music video director, which Correct. is how a lot of great directors Fincher start, was right? one. But uh, it, and I think yeah. Spike Jones was. Yeah, Spike yeah, Jones. Sure. Alfred yeah. Hitchcock. Because he was Beastie Alf- Boys. Spike Jones did the Beastie Boys Alfred stuff. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, he did all the Bing Crosby videos. Excellent. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. I'd love to have an Alfred Hitchcock music video. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. So, so, I mean, that's no knock. I mean, that's great. But that is but why. But you start somewhere. Yeah, but, like, but, yeah. but that's why. That's the path for a lot of people because right. it's the cheapest way to test a director. Absolutely. Like, it makes sense. It's it's You're you're only buying three minutes of footage, so you're not entrusting him yeah. with a hundred million right. dollar movie. Right, exactly. Right, yeah. But we used so we used to be like, well, that makes sense. Zack Snyder has such an eye for the visual flair of things. Whatever yeah. he's a music video director, those are you know big and they have cool shots. So like, it makes perfect sense. So anyway, he's got a great mind for for those kind of like big visuals. But I don't think he knows exactly how to execute them. I'm also and that's not where t- Larry Fong comes in, and that's where you know having a cinem- whatever cinematographer, even if it wasn't Fong, can help him establish that. But but you know, in music videos, you have three minutes, and you're like, let's put some cool stuff. Let's blow some put some cool stuff right. So when you go to a two and a half hour movie, which should (laughs) really only be an hour, there is no reason. Mm -hmm. Right, it it is the most like you know. I'm gonna jerk. They got to the chopper, and I and I like paused it to pee. I did the same thing, and uh, and it was like the third time I paused it. (laughs) But uh, and I'm like. 55 minutes I yeah. paused it at one well, point and then, and then, I was like, and then you and start you start like making deals with yourself where you're just like <laughs> like well I mean 
there's lots of CGI. Maybe there's like 20 minutes of credits. Like maybe this isn't so bad. <laughs> so the point is with a music video, you can have some cool, big bombastic scenes and they look cool. And yeah, it works for the music video. But when you have two and a half hours, you can't leave 10 minutes of close up blurry shots right. in because they look cool to you. Like that's not yeah. his shots didn't further the story like half of the shots were just there's there for there yeah and, he, and it's so self-indulgent and now this is they've created a monster because you yep. have snyder nobody wants to see marshall no more <laughs> <laughs> they want shady right he's chopped liver <laughs> but now he's left to his own devices he has a cult following and and to be clear and i've said it before i'm i've been a Zack snyder fan since so uh, this is this is what i will say is I'm with you. I agree that like Dawn of the Dead, I really enjoy 300. I really enjoy Watchmen. Yeah. Sucker Guardians Punch. of the Galaxy or uh, the Guardians of Gahul. I've never the seen Owls that. Is a great movie. Okay, but like, it's but really Sucker good. Punch is not a good movie. Sucker Punch yeah. is a. It has its problems, but its director's cut actually. In that case, I think it helped the movie more sure. than just making it longer. Like it. For his crazy thing that he came up with, getting a few more scenes actually does help it along. But I get it; it's not yeah, my favorite. It's not but, good, right? Uh, and then Man of Steel <sighs> is, I think, one of the best DC movies. It, I mean, your bar is pretty it's, flipping low. Well, now, but now I mean, who's the smartest they, Kardashian? Right? <laughs> but they've made a, I mean, they've made a lot of them, and I'm just that saying, is not like, the best. Like Man of Steel, Wonder, is one I think of the Wonder, best. Wonder Woman, yeah, the first one, Wonder Woman, Shazam, I it's, one of the best. It's not my Superman. And that's where I struggle with that is yeah. whatever. I'm not getting into that yeah. again, but that's where he goes off the rails for me is when but, he starts working on that stuff. Is right. like, that's where I start to lose it. And I think I, I tried to come into this thinking, okay, we're going to get the stink of the WB stuff off of him at this point. He's going to go back and do like a new property. I like this cast. I like the idea of like Ocean's Big, Eleven. Big dumb fun. Yeah, like, that's, I was just like, okay, like that's Ocean's just, Eleven meets D- Zombie. That's Dawn ridiculous, of the Dead. but that's it, but it's so ridiculous. It's, it's just my word. Right. It should have been just yeah. Big Dumb Fun. Yeah, but and again, I don't even mind. Like, I think that's that's part of the the allure of a zombie movie is you can like Shaun of the Dead, where Shaun of the Dead is funny. But there are moments in that movie that will kick you in the dick, right? Like mm-hmm. when 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 Sean's mom gets bit, or when there's the the motion the emotion between his stepdad and, and Ed and all that stuff. So you like you can do all of that stuff and th- whip in that emotion that allows you to care about these characters when they die. In this, it's just like, look, we're not going to let you care about anybody, and they barely let you care about the main characters. Like it, they barely do it. I don't right? feel. Like, I didn't feel anything for any of it. They, no, never, like you want Batista to live. Yes, because, because he's it's Batista. Batista. But yeah, yeah. nothing to do with the character. No, yeah, I didn't care about yeah. Scott. So, what's your experience with Zack Snyder and like coming into this movie, David? And like, how did how did you react to this? Uh, you know, this two and a half hour craziness. Yeah, it's so damn long. But I, I've always been someone who doesn't love his movies but likes them and I kind of root for him to like make something worthwhile and good. And uh, yeah, this movie, it, I don't understand. Apparently he came up with the concept in 2007 and then went through this whole DC you know, universe thing that he's been doing. And I'm just wondering, like, did he spend any time on it between 2007 and now or did he just get the break and start shooting? Because it just seems like such a half-baked idea. Let's put zombies in Las Vegas, and what else is there? Like, there, there's nothing else that exactly happens. I, I guess the idea of there being a zombie queen and a zombie king and all that, but none of it goes anywhere. Right. Well, yeah, you never get really any more 
like explanation or analysis of that other than they exist. He's so also got a weird yeah. heart on for zombie babies. <laughs> like in both of his zombie movies, like in the first one, they shoot a zombie, like in the first in Dawn of the Dead, they shoot a zombie baby in the head. Like this woman gives birth to a zombie baby and they shoot the baby in the head. And then in this one, the zombie king, who I got to tell you, at one point I was like, they never, you could never Zom- like zombie Tim Riggins. I was thinking, I was like, it's going to be Henry Cavill. Like well, Henry, uh, that's what I thought the it's entire ben Affleck stunt double. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is it really yeah. for Batman? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But I was mm-hmm. like, he's wearing the cape the entire time. I was like, it would be kind of funny if he got Henry Cavill to come in and do like this zombie king because <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was just so ridiculous. Yeah. But then the the zombie king pulls out a zombie baby fetus. He which performed I, a Z section. He did. <laughs> which Ooh, I gotta nice. tell you, I don't know how that works with zombies. Like, how does one zombie impregnate another zombie? Well, That's, when two well, zombies <laughs> love each other very much. <laughs> but everything is dead. Yeah. It, well, you know? Okay, exactly. It, the, it's ridiculous. Well, the, talk, I mean, talk about the rules, too, of this I don't movie. know. My ex-wife was dead on the inside. We had two kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you really, if you want to get into the rules of this movie, they're all over the place. They, they are. Do you, do you get bitten or scratched? Do you, do you turn into a zombie immediately or right, later? Or, or a week to ten or, days later? Do right. you... You can cut their heads off, but they're still alive. There's no okay. So that blood. makes sense, though. That's always been that. I mean, you got to destroy the brain, right? right? But so, you, but if you cut the head off, the brain, you're not destroying the brain. Yeah, but in a lot of zombie lore too, you cut the head off, and that that usually kills them too. That's true. That's fair. I mean, there's there's different tellings, but I'm just saying this movie doesn't really when they establish rules. Like he shoves a knife through his wife's brain. Yeah, remember in that scene, and then it's like okay, so that kind like. Does that kill them, or do you have to like totally no, explode but I, the brain? Like I don't know. It just to me, it wasn't very clear of what the rules were they were setting up, and it seemed to always change depending on what cool scene <laughs> we were watching. You know what I mean? Like, well, this would be cool to do this, so I guess it works like I, that. I see. Know? What I thought they should have done is they should have got all the zombies in one place uh-huh. and showed them the movie Inception. <laughs> Because it would blow their mind. It would blow their mind. And, and then, then they'd, they'd maybe, all be dead. Then maybe they'd all fall asleep and go into that Done. weird hibernation thing that they do. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Which well, is a new thing that I've never seen in a zombie movie. All right. So <laughs> musician and film composer David Rosen. We haven't talked about the mm-hmm. music in this movie yet. What did you think of his needle drops oh, throughout so, the film? Just so bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the main one that you have to talk about is the cranberry zombie to to end the movie, not to jump all the way ahead. But um, is there anything more obvious? than There is a reason no one else has ever done it. Right. right? It's because it's too on the nose. (laughs) Right. right? Like it's not it's not like he it's not like, oh, my God, how did anybody miss this? It's because everybody else was like, yeah, that seems a little obvious right it's oh right. song okay so even that aside well, what if i did the acoustic version? <laughs> what if i, I mean, did a, a sleepy a sleepy acoustic yeah, cover version no, they love that <laughs> at least so, they have to hear hallelujah that's true right. yeah so i mean that song aside which yes that's on the nose that's wearing the band shirt to the concert that's yes that's very obvious and uncool but that aside every single needle drop that was like this weird juxtaposition of well of course i'll do this slow song with an action scene i'll do this more funny upbeat song with a mm-hmm. sad crazy part or whatever. i mean like every single choice he made it wasn't like i'm saying well that song is just a terrible song no it was just a terrible choice yeah like, but when you but when you do it better well, okay so zombie land does it better mm-hmm. with the opening credits with sure. with uh what was that Whatever, whatever the okay. Metallica song was, and then he did this in Dawn of the Dead, right? Like right. he did 
Richard Cheese, who is the guy playing the Liberace, right. playing Liberace in the beginning part of this right. movie, does the cover of right. of Dawn with the Sickness in Dawn with the Dead, and that works. Which seventeen years ago, when it was original, <laughs> right. Right. was really <laughs> clever. What I mean is, he tries to do that with every scene in this movie. Yeah, and, and it's so. And Dawn with the Sickness is is kind of coming at it a little sideways, right? Correct. The zombies have a sickness that turns them into yes. a zombie. Oh, okay. But it's like, yeah, it, right. But here, he, here, he wants so bad. He's trying to make his James Gunn soundtrack, and like, think about James Gunn songs. They're not on the nose at all. No, no but but he. Picks the perfect song. They're the for perfect song. That he, opening scene, I talk about it all the time. Yeah. That opening scene in Guardians Two, and not just because it's like a St. Louis favorite song. Yeah, but like it works. They like all, the whole they opening scene is just a perfect. Yeah, like if you would have told me that they were going to use the chain for an action sequence, right. I'm like, you're dumb. No. Yeah, and then you see, it, you're like, why volume, did nobody ever think of that? Awesome mix, volume one and two They're are great. incredible, and they fit that movie perfectly. So what I'm saying is. He's trying so hard to get his own awesome mix in this movie because he's like, oh, I'll pick this song. And it's so weird. And it's a strange juxtaposition. And and he thinks they're clever and whatever. It's like, but every single one, I, I can't remember one where I didn't cringe with this. They're choice. all of it. Yeah. So here, it's just, just the other. Go ahead. Just David, to add a little positivity to yeah. the mix, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, props to, to Zack Snyder for being a Ravenettes fan, though, because I, <laughs> they're one of my favorite bands. And that cover of the end. Yeah, it fits right into what you're saying there about how how cheesy these needle drops are but i love them and at least they're getting a few royalties maybe yeah, yeah that's, that's there, you so there you go no, <laughs> this movie isn't all bad too though i mean these are no, just the negatives I, I mean i actually i checked out of this movie 30 minutes in uh when it becomes kind of a covid allegory when the guys you know they've got like this this camp set up outside and they're taking people's temperatures and you've got guys that are just like i don't know you look kind of sick like it's so like they've got the temperature gun that we have all seen over the last year so it just it was a little on the nose at that point and then i don't know if he was filming this i don't during covid though that might be so? i mean that's just how you check people for, I, it I, could be it could be I but like he filmed it, it over a year the ago, timing of we, yeah we've been doing this for like a year and a half yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying but then when he rips off Scene for scene, word for word, shot for shot, American Werewolf in London. The whole opening is like I was like I almost quit watching the movie because I'm just like, how are you gonna steal from a suit one of the greatest horror comedies ever filmed? Like the whole opening scene with the two with the two army guys down to oh that he's hunting that- us. That was horrible. It's the, I mean, have, the you, have you seen America yeah. World of London? Yeah. Okay, so the scene yeah. where they're, where David and uh, Gri- Gri- what's Griffin Dunn are on the moors, mm-hmm. as soon as the as soon as the army guys say it's circling us, mm-hmm. it's it is shot for shot yeah. scene for even to the point where like the one guy's like that was scary and then gets drilled by a zombie. It reminded me of the opening scene in the Twilight Zone movie. You want to see something really scary? Yeah, yeah. Albert Brooks and. Dan Eckroyd, Dan Eckroyd? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, where he just pops up and is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, so I thought it was really um, apt that David is a guest on this episode because I'm like, how many puzzle pieces are in this movie? I mean, that's what he does on his show, and it's great to analyze like, oh, different yeah. influences that make up a movie, right? And so like this movie, though, it does it horribly but uses so much it takes so much where Ugh. it doesn't feel like homage it just feels like he's just lifting things from cooler movies yeah. why didn't he call that one gal Vasquez well, d- 
they're aliens. Exactly. That's another example. Yeah. Uh, that character looks and even says some of the same yeah. lines. Has the same like her costume is the same. Well, yeah, yeah. I, but I, it, it, it's just weird. And but the the movie isn't all bad. But the thing is, it's two and a half hours. And if you need two and a half hours to tell a Justice League version or something, you know what I mean? Like longer to get more character development and you know a whole cyborg story they cut. If you're gonna put more time into that, fine. But the extra 30, 45 minutes, I think, were just like lingering establishing shots. And when the characters would talk to each other, they just went on. Like, you're supposed yeah. to cut, and then they just kept talking. Yeah. And you were like, uh, you're just, are you just letting them go and see what they... <laughs> just having fun with it. Yeah, just having fun with it. Yeah, yeah. At least someone was. <laughs> yeah. But that opening scene, the writing, Ugh. the writing of that scene, how stupid those guys were, which I get you can have stupid characters in movies, but this was like beyond this the is, pale this is, of, this is Return of the Living Dead Part 2. It, like the the yeah. whole promise, the whole premise of that movie is that your two main characters accidentally open up uh, a canister that had a zombie from the original mm. Night of the Living Dead, and because the, it releases this gas, like that's how the zombie yeah. outbreak oh, starts. A gassy this. zombie, gassy Those zombie, are the worst. Is the worst. Mm. But this is kind of the exact same thing, right? Like where. The, the canister opens and the oh, zombie man. gets why, out. Why I think we just gave Zack Snyder another idea. Yeah. Oh, no. Army of the Dead 3, zombie, zombie farts. <laughs> why does the truck crash, though? I can't remember. Oh, because somebody's getting a blowjob <laughs> and, like, runs into a truck. And nobody's paying it. Like, okay, the guy getting ahead, I'll give benefit of the doubt that he's not paying attention. The, the uh, army thing the army because they're just chit-chatting joe they don't look straight ahead not no, looking just talking on a two-lane desert road <laughs> yeah. like there's nothing see, else light yeah in the you don't see the guy it's, coming at you for 10 miles no, it's such a stupid reason which okay if this movie was just big dumb fun yeah fine but it t- also takes itself so hyper seriously yeah. that you right, can't allow right. stupid stuff like that because right. then you're like but then you're trying to be serious and heartfelt over there like are you making a wacky crazy zombie killing movie or are you trying to say something and like I think I think Snyder thinks he's saying something, but you watch this movie and you're like, "What? The I hell don't know what it is. I, I feel like there's some sort of COVID message, but I I can't honestly figure out where what is where he lands on it. Well, I mean, he has he just said I, somebody. I mean, to his credit, he somebody asked him point blank, "Which way do you vote?" And he was like, "I vote Democrat." And I was like, "Well, that was that is not where I, I thought that was going." I would not have guessed that. Right. But isn't he like he's like libertarian? He's like. I mean, it's he's he's like in the other I, what Randy. That's what we all and... thought, but apparently not. <laughs> so huh. yeah, we all thought that because yeah. he's trying to make an Atlas Shrugged movie, right? Like he's right. He's no, a big, he is. Yes, like he's no of uh, Fountainhead. Fountainhead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, is, yeah. yeah. So like, but I thought he was like a big libertarian type. That's I mean, just weird. If he just that's straight... what, uh, now also he has go, he has also said I like to stir up my fans. Well, <sighs> you know, and I think saying that. Might stir uh, up his fans. You think he maybe said that? Okay, I can neither confirm nor sure. deny. But, but I, I hear you. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. Is so getting back to my point earlier about creating a monster, and we got it. You don't have to. <laughs> that so, nobody wants to see Marshall. No yeah, 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 okay. What about Shaka Khan? Yeah. <laughs> so they've they've given him now. So Netflix brings him over here. You've got this whole Snyder cut or ordeal, and you know even the Snyder film canisters are in this movie. Did yeah, you see which in the is vault? I, I didn't until somebody pointed yeah. them out, and it's just like the Snyder cut how? film reels that he released to to spur all the stuff about. Oh, it's real. Here it is in these canisters. Yeah, he put that shot was like from the this set movie. of this movie. 
Like he put those oh, canisters wow. in the vault, and he said that was a personal Easter egg because at the time they filmed the movie, which tells you it was a oh, while I guess ago, that makes sense. Yeah. At the time he filmed the movie, the Snyder cut was never going to see the light of day, and so it was his own personal like, well, they're locked away from me. Like I can't get to them. So it was his you know, thing he was dealing with, uh, and That's then he's deep. like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, then, and, then it's, and then it's like, well, now it's special because, well, there they are, and they actually did get made. Now I'm over here. Whatever. So I, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I think it's in, he's got two. I think he's got two good movies here, or two at least interesting movies. I like the idea of we need to get into this place. It's mm-hmm. surrounded by zombies. We need to get the money and get out. Here's our plan. Right. I also like the idea of yeah, it's Escape from New York. Yes, I love the idea of like an Escape from New York style movie with but zombies. But with zombies, yeah. And That's I what I trained Busan. Kind of, very similar. yeah. But I also like the idea of this team of mercenaries going into a zombie infested area and trying to bring people out, right? Like those are two interesting and cool ideas. Unfortunately, I got... Two and a half hours of neither. Yeah. Well, and like, so that's we, the but thing. you got a you did get a Z section. Yeah. I, you're right. I did get a Z section, which well, I couldn't wait for. Well, th- there's also so much stuff he plants in this movie, like robot zombies that Was never that get addressed. Thing? Yeah. So there's, when do we? So one of the I guys, saw one with like blue eyes. Yes, because they're glowing. So when this guy gets shot, and I went online to confirm this, and someone slowed down the video, yeah. and their head gets like blown apart. You can see even robot neck and. Like so, he has robot zombies. There's also when they're in the big room. I think it's when the the d bag uh, security guy from the yeah. beginning gets killed. I think there's like a big group when all the zombies come to like surround them. There's two of them with blue glowing eyes. So his deal that he addressed in an interview was that obviously okay so spoilers but the the plot of this movie the reason why they're going in is supposedly to steal 200 million dollars and scott batista's character gets 50 million to divvy up to his team as he sees fit he's really only doing it to try to make amends with his daughter and he's going to give his whole 15 million to his daughter to help people she's in refugee camps and volunteering and all that so also the 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 main guy who's trying to get the money or telling him about this. I think this. the actor's name is last name is Sonata. Isn't that Sub-Zero from... I don't think so. That's not Sub-Zero? I'm not confirming that because that's, that we I feel like if I, say, if I say that it is that means I'm just confusing two different Asian men for each other and I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> or no, Scorpion I meant not Sub-Zero. You've grown so much over the years. <laughs> you yeah. very much. David, is that the guy that played Scorpion? I thought the, the main casino guy was... I honestly t- don't know. Takanata I think is in this movie as his character. Uh, Tanaka. Tanaka. Yeah. I, I thought that was Scorpion, but he's a really, really good actor. Um, we've seen him in stuff recently, and so that's was just came to mind. But um, anyway, so he he sends his like right hand man to go with them, you know, because he knows the layout of the casino. <laughs> well, come to find out, the right hand man guy actually is there to make sure they steal the severed head of the zombie queen, right? Who gets cut off and then still survives that we talked about earlier, and uh, they want to sell her head to the military they want to sell the deal they want to sell so what basically what the what what the deal is is the zombie we see in the beginning is like so this two alpha- people in this movie die getting head yes that's correct <laughs> uh is like the alpha zombie and it's like they're faster and they're stronger yeah. and they're smarter uh and if you get bitten by this zombie you become an elf. Like, you become, yeah. like, different Smart than, than the shamblers. They which can is be like, reasoned with. Yes. You can make uh, sacrifices to them. And they can have... enter into legally binding contracts. Apparently, yeah, yeah. They can also get people pregnant, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so they want to use, they wanna, they wanna use the, the zombie's DNA, the alpha's DNA, 
And to... this is Scorpion. Oh, okay, and the good. guy from the Wolverine. Thank you very That's, much. That's okay. Yeah, I remember Same the guy. guy from... Remember we? In, but in okay. Mortal Kombat, I well, said I just, the guy from the Wolverine. I wasn't hundred percent sure, and I wasn't going to take. I just that had chance. to clarify because I'm like, I'm pretty sure we just saw him three weeks ago in Mortal Kombat. Okay, so, but like, so that's the deal. Is they want to use the DNA from the Alpha Zombie to create their own zombie army that they and can who is farm they? out. The Sonata wants to sell the the head of that zombie to the U.S. government. So if the U.S. government wanted the head of a zombie, why wouldn't they have just kept the zombie that they had locked up <laughs> in a truck? Well, because, they were because they were transporting him to be sold, and they're they were shipping him to Iran. Right. They want no, they want to sell it to other countries, not U.S. He just said U.S. because government. He oh, didn't mean a, it's did no they one not say that. No one specifically said U.S. Okay. Oh. He wants to sell it to... It, it's just like in, when a bad guy in a Mission Impossible movie wants nuclear codes to sell to the highest bidder. It's not It's not a, It's not not a. a U.S. thing for their, themselves. Oh, I thought that it was this a U.S. This guy thing. is an arms dealer that wants to sell to any country gotcha. who will give them the most money. So they he was... They were shipping him to Iran, and that got messed up. So he needed people to go in and re-get an alpha to sell to the highest bidder. So it it's not... The U.S. government. I thought that. I, okay, then I thought that they had said that they some was, government. Some, I got gotcha, some I gotcha. government ah, or government. military. Ah, uh, government. Uh, yes. <laughs> so just to clarify, so no, that part actually makes sense. But well. so well <laughs> for what for what for what he's setting up, the reason he wants to go back in and all that makes sense. So they're there to get the money. Scott really wants to get the money to make up things with his daughter, uh, but uh, the main bad guy uh, wants to you know. Sell you know, if the daughter doesn't go. They all get out. Okay, so but the daughter <laughs> wants to go only because in the beginning of the movie she was helping a family, which did you guys get like a I relationship was try- vibes I, there? That's I, what I, did. I asked the same question. I was like, are they supposed to be a thing? I can't. That's how it read to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was, like, I guess she's supposed to just be really caring, but like to me, I don't know. That read... relationship between that woman and Gita, Gita and the daughter, Yeah, I... it felt very like relationship Esque, yeah. Me, but I don't. My know. dad thought that too. By the way, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it's just the what with what they present. That's how he made it. Right. Over. It's yeah. so it's it's interesting. Like we've talked about that before. Where in twenty twenty one, you don't need to say you're my girlfriend. You're right. my. You know, you don't. And they didn't. Right. But at the same time, don't hint around it. Like if if yeah, like if, 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 that, gonna, if let, that was let, a heterosexual couple, there'd have been a moment where they kissed or held hands, right. or he would have cupped her face or something, where you yes. know, like this is a okay, romantic. This is not a friendship. This yeah. is something more than that. And nobody does that. And it, 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 I think it's a catch twenty two because I feel like some filmmakers don't want to hit you over the head with it, but at the same time, well, you, if they not want to do it because they don't want that out there and then yeah you know, the the crazies right not well, exactly wrong. it's not anything wrong with it but, but some people think so yeah and there's then no... your movie gets that kind of yeah thing. totally i mean yeah. some people i mean i think you're right they, they struggle with they don't want to hit you over the head with it and when i think subtlety <laughs> think zach snyder i think zach snyder <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> but that's i i just mean like film in general is like no, you totally. need to establish that it's not like even with a heterosexual couple like there, you need to establish that it's not a friendship, right? To to, de- to develop yeah. your two characters, right? It's right? Yeah. So exactly. Why does she? Why does, why she, does she care? care? Right. She can be a good person, but like she cares so much 
But then she risks her life, risks the lives of everybody involved right. in the team for this woman. So to me, it's like, well, the stakes are higher because you care on a different level. Right. I guess she's just supposed to be a really good volunteer. But it's just to me, I think that she better get employee of the month. Right. Because she's the only one left, by the way. Spoiler <laughs> alert again. She's the lone survivor or well, non-zombie turn. There you go. The, yeah. Right. right. The, she's the one that survives. Um, but yeah, so they're all there for different reasons. And the thing is that you're right, Joe. The daughter's mission complicates everything. Yeah. I mean, they all. That's the, that's the bad thing, though, is that like these movies always have one person. Yeah. That, like you remove them from the it's, equation. Uh, what's the who's the guy from Modern Family? Uh, Phil Dumphy. Phil Dumphy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is the, the, the yeah, dead, he's yeah. the guy that screws yeah. it up at Dawn of the Ty Burrell. Yeah. Thank you. This screws it up in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And and Mackay Pfeiffer. It is but. so weird to watch him not play Phil Dunphy. Right. Here's the, it's, uh, he, or a Phil Dunphy type well, character. See, he's we, so, no, he's we so, saw it the other way around, which yeah. is interesting. He's yeah. Phil Dunphy adjacent. He's Phil Dunphy if Phil Dunphy had no conscience. Yeah. Well, if he was a douche. Yeah. yeah. Like, Phil Dunphy is carelessly unaware of what yeah. he, He's not a bad person. But he's, he's a, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a really good person. He's just can yeah. be kind of clueless. Yes. Like, yeah. So I watched Arrested Development for the first time. I'm sorry. What was it? Modern, Modern Family, Family for the yeah. first time. And then I'm like, that douchebag from <laughs> Dawn of the Dead is a goofy, kind-hearted. Yeah, fan. it was a really well. And <laughs> I had seen him. He yeah. Kelsey Grammer had a short-lived sitcom where he worked at a, a news station. Oh yeah, and uh, and and Ty Burrell was like the wacky weatherman. I oh, think. so you got to see. And him so, and that. it was a very similar role. And it was supposed to be. It was Kelsey Grammer's first post Frasier show. It was, it was a big deal because it would had. They were really like loaded for bear because they had Ty Burrell in it, it and, was, and Josh Gad. Who was the Who was the female lead though? I don't remember. It was also a heavy hitter. Like she was also, if I remember right, because it was like a it was like a nightly was newscast. It he, I think it may have been. Yeah. Yep. And it was just like, oh, this is a massive. Yeah, like cast. They, it was clearly like this was going to be the prestige comedy for. That's the gal I think from, it was Fox. from Home Improvement, right? Who's the Who was the mom from Home Improvement? Was she Home Improvement or was she Everybody Loves Raymond? I didn't watch either. Oh, ah, go watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, so there there are some cool action scenes in this movie, though. So, like, sure. So, to his credit, the positive of this movie, I mean, there's a lot of zombie killing. There's shooting and slicing and yeah. stabbing, and I mean, there is good zombie, zombie also, babies. I think this is the first time I've seen zombie animals. I take that back. No, Resident Evil d- had them. Yeah, they've done that. I think this, uh, the tiger was in like one of the Land of the Dead movies or something. There, okay. that has been okay. done in zombie movies. But I do think there's interesting concepts. So I think if we were to explore that part more, instead of just focusing pun intended on close-ups for an extra hour of the movie, if they focus <laughs> more on alphas, you know, like oh, I have a, I have a question about the intelligence of the alphas. Okay. Okay. So he can figure out how to ride a horse, right? Right. Okay. How how did he not figure out how to put a ladder up on top of those storage containers? I don't I don't remember. That's my point though. Like if he can figure out how to lead an army of zombies and ride a horse, wouldn't it lend to reason that he could figure out how to work a ladder? Well, I don't know. Place why it, is, place the, it why is the guy who wants you to steal $200 million not have the combination to his own safe? That's a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> and you got to like, bring why in. Why wouldn't they just give you that info? God, and then that it, is a huge glaring. You got to bring in. And then if you get the code wrong, it locks forever. Well, that's the same thing as if they stole your money. Like, <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. There is one line. Like, that's just lazy writing. Right, like, that's if, the writing at that part point, then, yeah. at that that point the clock is ticking they said they have an hour to get out of this town before right. they drop the nuke right right so it's like well, they but you just... didn't you didn't mention though tom 
that they had a day and an hour. Uh, the president really wanted uh, yeah. nukes to be dropped on Vegas on Fourth of July because it seemed cool. And then, which I got to tell you though, after the last four well, years, yeah, I, I was just like, I, yeah, that doesn't sound that crazy. That like, yeah, like <laughs> there was a time when I, would, when I would have just heard that as like just yeah. silliness, and now I'm like, no, that really doesn't sound I, far afield from like, some of the quotes. Like if he was making a political commentary, that was actually a great commentary yeah. if he was if that's what if he was doing right. yeah right but right. but so the president like they people fought against him in government and so he's like, okay well we definitely won't do it then so instead of american it, government now this is the american yes. government yeah. Thank you. if if they if they delayed it the votes could go against or whatever so he's like okay well we have approval or can do it now in emergency status we'll just move it up a day so that's why they're under the clock those guys wouldn't have gone in with just a few hours just to set it up. They had like a day and sure yeah. but my point was yeah. from from the whole like this the safe yeah. locks forever you could have just said if you get the code wrong three times the safe locks you out for 24 hours and and they it, for them that's the same as forever because right. they don't have 24 sure, hours right so to say it locks you out forever well that's <laughs> dumb like that you would never so like what you just your money's just gone now like yeah, that's not a solution that's like yeah. i said that's just as bad right as if bad somebody guys, stole your money bad guys try to steal three times all it and then takes you is one your... disgruntled employee <laughs> right. to type in 4077 <laughs> three times and you're out all your money like yeah. that's ridiculous no you're right but that's is that actually your pin code no. <laughs> <laughs> i just like mash <laughs> but that's that's the problem though when we talk about a writer like when i mean dawn of the dead was a blast and dawn of the dead it, well, the story was good the yes. lines were good you know, which is I, like it's it's remaking probably the as much as greatest. people love ah, it's okay it is tough like i think night of the living dead is a brilliant movie yeah but i don't disagree that dawn of the yeah. dead might be better yeah. Because, okay, so we talked about it last time, right, where Romero kind of fell into saying something with Night of the Living Dead, where Dawn Allegedly. of the... I Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. But Dawn of the Dead, he is absolutely yes. making a commentary on America yeah. at that time. Consumerism, yes. right? Excess. Yes. Yeah. So the idea that you could take that idea and turn it into uh, a goof... Not goofy, but like a funny action horror movie, and it works is right. not normal. Well, and that's that's why I love so the original Dawn of the Dead was my favorite horror uh, my favorite zombie movie. Sure. And then the new one came out and that one pretty much tied for my favorite zombie movie because really? they took they took the elements of the first one. Like I love all the stuff they say and all that. That's clever, but I also love the idea of free range running around a mall with every store at your disposal yeah. and chopping up zombies. And then in two thousand four they ramp that up and run with it and make it funny and make it exciting and the action's good. And so he took the best parts and brought it you know, back you know around and modernized it, and then plus you have all I the might other. I go watch that later today. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a really it, good movie. Yeah. So this one, yeah, this this is he gets his team together, uh, minus Crystalia. This scene <laughs> irritated me as they're getting the team together because yeah. I'm like, you know, this isn't a sequel, right? They're showing <laughs> us this scene as like it's like we oh should know God. who these people are, and like we're supposed to be getting excited, like oh they're getting back into it. It's and the it's Avengers, getting, and it's like I'm just like, but I don't know these people. I don't care. Like I, I, think I the, didn't the, watch another movie where they did amazing things. Because well, two of Scott's people were like mercenaries with him, so like those, like he knows them as the connection he was making, and then. The other ones were just recruited yeah. from specialists. I did like the, the the Tignataro scene is the best out of all of them. Where she was like, "How much is it? Okay, 
And he's like, yeah. you don't even want to know. He's like, no, my life sucks. Like, this is terrible here. Can I, I'll take the money. It's fine. I, and I like, and I, I like to believe that Tignataro wrote this line where, where she's was like, like I guess they spent all the money on the miniature. Like he had this huge <laughs> model of the of the of the hotel that I, they're I, robbing. I, that's a good question. I wonder yeah. how much was Delia's I'm sure dialogue. She improvised. And she, how much was like yeah, if they yeah. rewrote it just for her? Yeah, I would bet. I mean, she's really funny, and I thought she was great in this movie. I I think that I think they did a really good job of you know casting another comedian, but not just trying to get another Chris D'Elia. Right, type. I, I like and the they, fact that they went, went in a totally different direction. Yeah, yes. I, I, I have I, to give him. It's not, it's not like they got Tom Segura, right? To, yeah. And, yeah, and she's so likable. I I think she's incredibly likable. Yeah. She's funny, and she does a great job in a role that she's never played anything like this. Yeah. And I think she did a great job with it. Yeah, it was, it was it's, it's Sexy also AF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he gets his team together. They go in, uh, and it starts moving. And like uh, it starts to move at a pretty good clip. And I was like, okay, so maybe it's just an hour and a half of just blowing up zombies, which all right might get yeah. a little w- tiresome after a while. But I'm fine with that. It's not. Like, I, it's I just, never felt like this moved at a good clip. Every time they got going, that's what I'm it saying. Would be like, lingering it, shots of nothing, where I was just like, none of this is relevant to the story. I mean, establishing is fine, but I mean, he would just linger on people. Okay, when they're doing the standoff, when they first meet up with the zombie uh, the wolf or whatever, yeah, and, and the main zombies when they get to Vegas or at the wall or whatever, and they're like, we need to do a trade, and and she brings in the douchebag guy from the beginning, and all which that. I liked because that guy was a douchebag. He was great. Yeah, at playing. I mean, that guy. Was he was uh, shades in Luke Cage? Oh, okay. He was like the the number two bad guy. Gotcha. In Luke Cage. Okay. Yeah, I know I'd seen him and stuff before. But you know, when they get to that scene and they're doing kind of that standoff with the zombie queen, and he's just like focusing in and out on her and <laughs> showing her and them and her, and like it just was like do something. Yeah. Some, like <laughs> a movie, like you can only hang on for so long. Right. But but that's going back to before when I was saying he's. He's so self-indulgent, and when someone gets him away from Warner, who had all this control and didn't let him do his vision, and they say, here's all the money, make what you want, I mean, he's just giving into all of his worst devices, yeah. and now you have a director mm-hmm. with free reign that his vision, I'm sorry to say, like, I mean, he does have cool visions, but overall, the way he thinks things need to be so dragged out and so yeah, stylistic. He, he needs someone to take the big ideas yep. and then actually create some connective tissue that yes, makes sense. Exactly. And he, because he does have good big ideas. Yes, he and does. like and when I read the article about yeah. his thoughts for a second one and it's like yeah. there there are some cool things in there. Does he want to do like a flashback or does he want to go forward to Mexico? He, he wants forward. to go forward to Mexico. Mexico. Because yeah. he's like, that would be a harder city to build a wall a wall around. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about, right? Like right. I don't know. You don't know. He I just, don't. It's it's the it's the Rambo thing again. Like, so wait a minute. You're gonna tell me the next movie is gonna be in Mexico, and every single zombie that we're gonna shoot in the face are won't. going to be Mexican. I mean, Mexico City. So yeah. I like that's that's problematic. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what. But that's the thing is, I don't think he genuinely thinks about that. Yeah, he that's the fair. Big, I can see that he goes Mexico City. You know, Mexico, a wall, trying to wall in the zombies. Like, these are big ideas and relevant topics. He doesn't say what does that consist of, what will it look like, how will it work. He just, the ideas right, are there, right, right, right. but he doesn't think right. them through. And if there's no one else there along with him that will. It says, hey, Zach, yeah. uh, 
let's not do that. Let's like, just if go. Surround- well, and I will say that the the difference for me if it was zombies in Mexico City versus a movie like Rambo is Rambo is he was he was shooting nothing but Mexicans in that last one. That's and, true. And it was like, and he went to Mexico, and it's Mexican cartels, and it's Mexican drug dealers, and they're sneaking across the border. Like they're checking a lot of sure right. uh, like problematic boxes. Just like because the movie's set in Mexico, and and therefore. The Mexican. I don't know that once you once you zombie up somebody, yeah. you're really going to be able to tell if they're Mexican True. or not. I mean, I if you say that a lot of oh the no no, but if yeah. if you openly say we're going to Mexico, sure. <laughs> like you can, yeah. it's safe to assume that your zombies are going to be Mexican. But also at the same time, presumably, if you're going to Mexico to kill zombies, you're also trying to save Mexico. I don't yeah. think you're wrong. So I mean, there, you I know, don't like think that, you're wrong. There, there's so I don't think it. I get where you're going, but I don't think it's as bad as it might. Sound on paper, but it is you know, Zack Snyder. Let's, movie. let's not underestimate oh. Zack Snyder. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, talking about ideas, like uh, again, I, okay. So I like the ideas of regular zombies and then alpha ones. I think that's interesting. That's interesting. How, I, that, right? I'm fine with that. Right. Yeah. So there's that idea. Then I also like the idea of the um uh the YouTuber guy, the social media guy. Like I like okay, that idea because a think lot. about it. We're in 2021 right now. If there were zombies, are you telling oh. me there would not be viral YouTubers shooting them and putting scores and graphics on the screen? Yeah. Like that was so perfect. I I I would, I, would love, really I would love for Jake and Logan Paul to get bitten <laughs> right. and chewed up by but said you zombie. telling me right now that the Paul brothers wouldn't be out killing zombies Absolutely on they would be. So I thought that was brilliant. Like yeah. that was a great idea. He has really good ideas in this movie. So like, you know, but I you know, I think some of the like the German like, safe cracker stuff was that not, I, I got to tell you the, though, the YouTuber liked, guys, that could have been its whole move, a yeah. whole yeah. movie on its own. Yeah, that's I clever. like the German guy too, though. Like, I like the. I yeah, but that right. Guy. Yeah, it didn't. I don't work. know. It didn't bother me as much. I don't believe a twenty-three-year-old guy is an expert safe cracker. I also got to tell you, if you're going to cast somebody at twenty-three, make sure they look twenty-three <laughs> and not like thirty-seven, <laughs> like the, that guy. Yeah, he just, in a row. In a row. In a row. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just I like a safe cracker. Like that's such an old school skill. Like your sure, safe cracker sure, sure, should have sure. been. This was the like, tech guy. You should have been some grizzled yeah. old guy. That, right. That should have been. Yeah. You know. I, I don't know. I like. I liked. I liked him playing off the other guy. Like I liked those two together. Sure. I. Th- I yeah I thought the the um what was the name of Batista's partner he's the one he's actually the only one that survives other than the daughter but it's spoiler. like Vin Vinderho Vin, or Vin, so? Vander something or that's the thing yeah. you don't care about these characters so it's really hard to actually remember which was which uh that Vanderho you're right okay so Vanderho I thought uh played by Omari Hardwick he I liked was, him a lot he was really good yeah now, he's got the charisma. And the acting skills, I think, like I could see that, like his charisma yeah. was off the charts. He, you know, he reminded me of was oh damn it, I had it and then I lost it. I looked at that Muppets poster and it was gone. <laughs> Shoot, Muppet uh, zombies. Uh, Muppet zombies. Me of yeah. Common. I don't know, like his uh, act, like the yeah. way he's kind of got that cool but funny kind of a like. You think of John Wick when Common's in that? Yeah, and I he's see cool, that. but he also has that kind of like smart ass kind of like funniness the, to him. The, he's very suave. Yeah, he gave that vibe to me. Yeah. But I thought he was great. Um, I, I thought his casting was excellent. Um, and I thought, I mean, I thought the whole cast was fine, but the problem came with the script. And yeah. when they would deliver certain things, like the safe cracker guy, like he was fine, but what he had to work with was very sure. like, like it was supposed to be super funny and it ended up being like uh, not medium yeah. funny, yeah, exactly. aggressively well, right. mediocrely yeah, funny. Exactly. So the big laughs that they were looking for, I'm just like, please move on. Yeah, <laughs> you and, know? and here's, the, the, we talk about how in these other movies, right, you're rooting for Ben and Night of the Living Dead. You're rooting for everybody in yeah. Dawn of the Dead. You're rooting for Sean. You're rooting for Ed. You're rooting for, in this one, 
so like when Ed dies, right? And spoilers from 2004's Shaun of the Dead, uh, or when his mom dies, like you've you've invested in those characters because they've spent the time building them up, building those relationships, so you understand how important they are to the people around them. So when Batista's not girlfriend gets her head torn off or ripped around, you're just kind of like, well, they basically oh. made it his girlfriend two seconds before she died. Right. Like, it was funny. We were right. watching my wife. Like, as soon as she gets done with the speech, she's like, she's dead. And then, like, <laughs> as soon as she gets done saying she's dead, she's dead. Right. <laughs> I forgot there was a whole different subplot. Yeah. The person, they throw in at the last. The, the person he recruits is, like, a former love interest. And then, you know, through the whole and, movie. And, she, and she's basically like, you know, you've been emotionally distant from me. I'm like, didn't. Like this, what? Is, it's only been like what seven months since the yeah. zombies took over Vegas. Like it hasn't even been a full year for him to be right. a widower. Like dial it back. Yeah. And like, he, he even says he's like, I was trying to fix things with Kate, or I was yeah. trying to fix things with you, and maybe once this is all over, we can start something. Oh, there goes your face. Right? Yeah. You know, as soon and, as but they so make like, plans. right? So, if, but if in those other movies, if when that happens, you're just like, ah, damn it. Like, we were rooting for these people to get out of here alive, where in this one, you're just like, well, so, moving on. So, That's, David, what, um, I mean, you being from Vegas and obviously more familiar with the area and the surroundings and stuff, like, how do you feel Vegas played with, like, b- being in a zombie apocalypse and how they handled their surroundings? We've complained about a lot of aspects of this movie, but for me personally, that's like the worst part of it, oh. it is the way that Vegas is is portrayed. Because first of all, almost everything seems to be centered around like one intersection of the strip. <laughs> you know, every shot is just a long, long drawn out shot of that exact same intersection. Uh, the fact that they couldn't manage to do it at a real hotel kind of sucks you know there's it's not that often that we get a giant i forget what the budget of this is but it's many many millions of dollars you know a giant zombie movie invasion on las vegas it would have been nice to see it in a real you know hotel but the biggest problem is like the scale of what vegas is i mean the idea that these people are all centering in on each other in Las Vegas, it's impossible. Like the the fact that they're finding each other when they're lost and, and stuff like that. One hotel is like a mile across to try to like walk across. And they're like, they're like hearing each other from another room and they're just like running down the hall and like, oh, there they are. And the, the, there would the be levels, of, like hundreds of levels of rooms. Hundreds yeah. of floors and yeah. like, yeah, it just none of it makes any kind of sense as any kind of like scale or anything like that of what Vegas is actually like. Yeah. I felt like their idea of Vegas stopped in like 1965. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're right, talking about right. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Okay. Siegfried, yeah. was it Siegfried got attacked? I can't remember. I just can't I remember forget, which one. Yeah. I thought it was Siegfried, one of them. Got but obviously, there's a fifty percent chance. But <laughs> yeah. so that was like over a decade ago. So clearly, Siegfried and yes. Roy have not been performing in Vegas. Right. And yes, I get its recognizable names. But when you're like, oh yeah, that's one of Siegfried. Not it was an old one or whatever oh. former. That's one of Siegfried and Roy's <laughs> tigers. Tigers. Yeah. Uh, that's a relevant or a <laughs> right current reference. Well, like, you, can, you can tell when he came up with the concept. Right. Well, yeah. True, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen years ago or whatever. Exactly. Oh, so, even right. liberal. Karachi. 
Well, it's True. also like, so that's the thing is like, like thirty years. Where, bring in Britney, like do a Britney Spears lookalike, or do a yeah. A, who's the other right. gal that that sets up? Celine Dion, Celine Dion had one. Elton John had a sure. Aerosmith has yeah, a residency. Them, but the you know, point, but the point, but you was, could have a lot of fun with that. And there are also all sorts of uh, like celebrity impersonator mm-hmm. shows in well, Vegas. Well, that was always why the, did they not make zombies dressed up as like half Spider Man and half Batman? You know, all the impersonators. Well, that was always yeah. the, that was one of the <laughs> sure. one of the funniest parts yeah. in Dawn of the Dead is when. They're they're standing on top of the mall and they're talking to the guy who's in the gun shop. He's yeah. like, uh, I don't know, yeah, Burt Reynolds, right? Pointing him and out, and he shoots. Right. Bert, and he's like, oh man, that was a good one. But then shoots Jay Leno in the head. So it's just like you you've established this joke yeah. and you love to go back to these jokes for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. So just do it again, especially yeah. in Vegas. They could have been so clever with the Vegas stuff. I mean, I've only been once, but yeah, you just think of all the clever things they could have done. But for a movie that's supposed to be so grand of a large area full of casinos and lights and stuff, you're right. It does really feel narrow. The focus is so hyper-focused in on like, yeah, that one street or when they're inside it, the it casino. It feels like it all takes place in one hotel. Right. And, I, and, exactly. and I get that they're yeah. trying to break into yeah. one hotel, but it, it- You could have shown us going through yeah. some other- like. The it cl- also was very reminiscent of there's a uh, a book called The Passage I talked about before. Oh, it's yeah. like three okay. books and it's it, and about vampires, but they're kind of zombie like. And uh, and there's a scene where they have to go into Vegas and it's it's it's, ext- it's an extended section of the book. Yeah. And and uh, and I turned to my wife and I was like, this is the Vegas scene in The Passage. And she's just like, oh, my God, it totally is. Uh, so also, and if you haven't read The Passage, you should. It's David, could they have pulled this off at night? Like, could could this have been like instead of it being in the middle of the daytime? Like, isn't that? I, I mean, I've never been to Vegas, right. but like one of the draws, right, is you come up over through the desert and you see Vegas basically lighting up the right. desert. Could I mean that's a really good point? Why not do this when yeah. it looks the most like Vegas? And let the yeah, lights it would be, be so on. well, so well lit with all those lights and everything. And you, you have to assume that they'd still be kind of going. Like if you want to get real or anything like that. I mean, I feel like uh, as long as the generators are going, there'd still yeah. be like constant lights everywhere. You could have some lights. something. You could have some sort of plot device to justify yeah. why there's still power to the. Yeah, town. I mean, if you're going to like, there's a handful of survivors in there, and we don't want to cut them off from power. And so which is where I kind of thought we yeah. were going as well, right? Like the the people that were still inside, right? Because they they set it up to where it's like if you barter with the zombie king he'll let you hang out well so let's talk about so going to the end of the movie so everyone starts dying off right i mean we start losing everybody yeah yeah, everyone's dying and basically what happens is they the zombie king finds out that his wife queen is dead the truce that has been bartered is now correct common law common law common law the the truce that has been bartered because of the giving over the the scumbag security guard is off so Why the didn't they make king... the zombie king and queen the married couple from the beginning? Wouldn't that have been a good plot? Like, so the married couple were the first ones to get infected, and they caught, like, they caused the. Well, crash the zombie the king zombie. is the guy that gets out of the van. I get it, but I'm just saying, like, the king and queen uh, could have hair... been the husband and wife from the beginning. Like, right. that never tied back. They were just a just stupid... married. Yeah. yeah, whose hair apparently grew. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. not a thing. I, well, he's, but that's the thing. We don't know the rules, Joe. Right? <laughs> he, get, he can shoot a baby out of his. <laughs> I think he can grow some hair. He can grow because, hair. Because yeah. I didn't understand at first who he was because then I looked back and it's like, yeah, he had short hair in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So time passage made it long. But you're right. That didn't the click with me. Zombies like can't zomb- grow hair. Right. Well, you wouldn't think, but well, they can. They hair. can also yeah. come, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, that's the deal. And he sends Army of the Dead Army- for <laughs> zombie money shot. <laughs> Trust mm-hmm. me, Vivid Entertainment is already yeah, working actually, on it. Yeah. Uh, Smarmy of the Smarmy, dead. Smarmy, yeah. <laughs> Smegma of the dead. Uh, 
sends the army of the of the dead out to get these people and that's where all hell starts to break loose we start losing everybody uh really what it comes down to is it comes down to batista uh and kate the scott and kate are the last and the and, and and tignataro yeah. yeah they and then they get away the zombie king uh, leaps to the helicopter leaps to the, i did like that on the on the board that matt reedy called out uh the paradise movie with like if you ever go back and look at matt reedy's comments on the board with one of the through the thread of the army of dead and he's got like this the a very similar oh, mask yeah, yeah. he put on a helmet yes the so put they on couldn't a shoot him in the head and i and initially i was like all right that was kind of cool yeah. Yeah. like if you're, if you're gonna be your a, brain, if you're yeah. gonna be a smart zombie yeah. be a smart zombie I, he did yeah. right but um, so he jumps on they have a scuffle um and then the Plane. zombie bites him the zombie yeah. zombie king bites batista which is like that's what that's what needed to happen right yeah. like you, you dave batista's not going to make it out of this yeah. uh and what i thought was is that he would be like strong enough to be a normal <laughs> he just flexes and like the zombie zombie venom like pops well no out. but he becomes like the <laughs> yeah. zombie king but with a brand like oh. I he'd be the new he'd alpha. be the, the new alpha but like not the a bad guy yes yeah. uh like a pet zombie. like a pet zombie yeah like ed so they, the anyway, they send the nukes. So now they've just wiped out anyone that was alive in the area. Any zombies, you know, they've ended up. They didn't beat the clock, and then the nuke takes over, and the helicopter like, crashes. Why has got to be a nuke? Like, and, and, and it's I like don't know. And when they're because it's like, well, why add radiation to the mix? Okay, well, I'm right, glad like, you brought that yeah, up. How does the guy survive <laughs> and walk through radiation? No, you That's know what? If he's different... in, if he's in the safe, fine. No, you don't think there's any radioactive fallout. But I think if he if he gets if no no what I'm saying is if he stays inside the safe for a year, I'm not saying it's logical. But that, but then he gets out throwing bags of money, and I was like, well, you're dead. You're gonna de-. like the, the nuclear fallout right. from the nuclear you're ground bomb. zero. That's what, of I'm nuclear that's what I'm saying. You can't just walk <laughs> around. That nuclear radiation would be in everything. So yes. he yeah. walks. Too out bad he didn't have a fridge to hide in. Or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it, that you know what? Good callback. Well done. Yeah, that was pretty good. But so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But whatever. He ends up getting out. So Kate is alive. The pilot crashed. You never see Gita and know if she's alive or not. But I you, think, you assume she's dead. But because of reshoots, I think that she was probably in the same scenes with the other guy, and maybe oh. it didn't work out. But um, so you've got Kate, and then you've got uh, Van Der Ho or whatever. Well, you've got Kate, and you've got Batista. They have a little moment oh, okay, where yeah. Batista's like, "I, you know, I love you. I'm sorry." Or she has like, to kill him. Make the same choice yeah. he made. Which and I like that was I was like, OK, like I was now, really hoping he'd have mocked her. Well, not so morally <laughs> superior anymore. Are you shoot me in the face? I'm a zombie. What you going to do? <laughs> and I like I kind of wanted to see giant Dave Batista as a zombie like that'd be yeah. kind of cool. Well, but yeah. we kind of get it. That's true. Well, they shot him in the face. You can't yeah. bring him back now. Oh. Put a bullet through his brain. Sure. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. This movie only follows logic. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Kate goes somewhere else and then we flat. We do like a little mid credit sequence where. Uh, the dude inside the safe comes out in the nuclear fallout. It was not technically a mid credit sequence. It felt like one, but it... Oh, maybe you're right. It was not. You're right. Yeah, it was just the next scene. He he gets out, and you think like, oh, man, he's got all this money. He's going to be all right. Uh, gets Which rents- I liked that character so much. I'm like, why not just have... I mean, I guess they wanted to keep spreading or whatever, but I'm like, bring this guy back. He's the most charismatic. Oh, they're going to bring him back. I think what, well, I think, here's what I think Zack Snyder was thinking. is He was like, you look, if I set the next one in Mexico City... And all the all the zombies are Mexican that they're killing. That's racist. So <laughs> what if we made the head zombie black? And that way I'm not just killing Mexicans, uh, right? Like mm-hmm. if you think about it, the it's guy's kind of net, brilliant. Reed Hastings is like, 
Thumbs up, <laughs> Zach. You got it, buddy. So but, yeah, he rents a private. I do like this scene where yeah. he's like, she's like, so that's not for rent, and he pulls out Pops like on the money. massive yeah. wads of cash, and she's he's like, great. let me see what yeah. I can do. That's awesome. Gets him on the airplane. He's enjoying himself, and then he's immediately like, he he. There's a sound, and I was like, oh, like he's bit. Like yeah. this sucks. And he didn't realize it after spending. Correct. 12 hours by himself yeah. in a safe. Yeah, you don't yeah. think you knew you would know if you had a zombie by it. Also, <laughs> how long does it take to become a zombie? <sighs> That's the, as long right? as the narrative needs. <laughs> so <laughs> Dave Batista right. turns in five minutes, maybe. Right. And look at the size of him. Don't you think it would affect? It would take him a little bit longer, yeah. you know, depending on where you get bit. No, right. It, That's the problem is none of the, the writing part. When we talk about the script, it's not just the dialogue, but the story things that you can keep finding. And again, if this were a better dumb, fun movie. You wouldn't care. You wouldn't care. But yeah, the, right. but there is a lot that takes itself very seriously. So you either have to just be crazy and not really have a set of rules, but it's so fun and, and wacky and stupid, or you have to, okay, well, this seems to be pretty serious. Like, what are the rules? Right. Right. Yeah. And they don't explain them. No. No. So, I mean, there are bits and pieces of this that are enjoyable. It doesn't need to be two and a half hours. Yeah. It, this if it were cut down, I think it'd be enjoyable, but the fact that it feels like a it, slog to get through. Like, it overstays its welcome, and it yeah. didn't have much of one to start. Right. Yeah. Out of curiosity, yeah, right. what did this do at the box office? Because it did open. Under oh, did, $1 million. Did it really? 900000 Wow. Because this is the sort of movie that I would think people, yeah. like the fan base is like, oh, I don't care anymore. I'll go see a movie. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, yeah. So I, I don't think you can blame that on the pandemic. No. Yeah. No, but no, because there's. Mo- I mean, right. Tom and Jerry made a ton of. Mo- you know, what I mean, like yeah. there are movies that like you could also watch on streaming that did plenty. Mortal Kombat. Com- Mortal Kombat made twenty million dollars and was available the same day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this movie made under one and was a week early. Wow. So yeah. I don't know. Wow. But yeah. what what were your thoughts, David? Overall, I overall it's it's a disappointment because you know, like we we said, Dawn of the Dead was a fun zombie movie. You know, and so the. The prospect of Zack Snyder coming back to that, of course, the Las Vegas Las Vegas angle, you know, I definitely had high hopes for it. It's just, it's so drawn out and so long and just not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. How long until we get the restore the zombie verse? Oh. Hashtag. He's well, already said that this is the, this this is is the director's cut. There is not more. Uh, Don't but, start but with But here's me. the problem, and I mentioned this online, <laughs> is that, okay, this movie ends up not meeting the mark or whatever, right? It didn't make any money in theaters. Maybe the streams aren't what they thought. All the Snyder fans saw it because, of course, and then a few handful, whatever. They don't green light the sequel. Netflix now has to deal with... Yeah. Yep. I mean, I said this online, but I want to say it here for people that don't aren't a part of the group or whatever. Zack Snyder is shooting himself in the foot by not disavowing yeah. the rabid fans. I'm not talking about just casual fans and people right. that like him. The, I like his old work, but the more he does this yeah. and attaches himself to crazy, studios aren't going to want to touch it. It's not worth the BS. It is just hire right. a different director. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every time you don't greenlit his sequel or his next you know, amazing idea like King Arthur during the gold rush is yeah. his next a big idea. What? When Netflix doesn't make that movie, wait till Netflix has to deal with people and it's like no one's going to want to do that. King no. Arthur during the gold yes. rush. What does that mean? His next idea, <laughs> yeah, is, right? his next idea is Arthurian <laughs> tale that takes place during the California. It's like what he's, that it's that like he's writing his movies entirely with refrigerator magnet poetry. <laughs> 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 but seriously though, just mark my words, when no one picks that up and they just did zombie this zombie movie but they won't take up his next genius idea just watch the reaction like if i was in a pitch meeting and Zack snyder said <laughs> king arthur and the gold rush i would literally be like did you just have a stroke 
<laughs> is everything did you, okay? Did you mean like, to put those words I together? I think you have some sort of medical emergency that needs to be addressed. Yeah. Medic. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, oh, but I mean, I I used to like his stuff a lot. I think his old stuff still is still worth yeah, a watch. But There's the more, but yeah. the more self indulgent, indulgent, yes. and yeah. with no other control to stop him from just doing whatever he wants i'm starting to be like i'm not that excited for Zack snyder stuff yeah. anymore which is sad because i think his old stuff was great and i'm like if this is every movie is going to be him getting to do whatever he wants i don't, I don't, I don't need this watch. anymore yeah, yeah, yeah i'm good yeah well anyway i guess uh i guess that's it for this one let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them this is joe you can follow me on the twitter at joy butts b-u-t-t-s 21 this is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett or uh, this week the uh, Forza Crowd episode that I guess start on should Ooh. be out as well. Awesome. And uh, David, where can everyone find you and your stuff? Yeah, check out Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts and follow me on social media at PiecingPod. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And find the show online, Facebook.com slash Royal Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Royal Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, a posse kills Ben. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.